Welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. A little later in the show, we're going to talk with Warren Evans, who's the current Wayne County Executive, former Chief of Police here in the city of Detroit. We're going to talk to him about what the Michigan State Police Chief has said about athletes who are taking a knee during the national anthem. She had strong words about what she thinks about them, Warren Evans and Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan had strong words about what they think about her statement. Uh, unusually strong words, I think, coming from a former police officer like Warren Evans. You usually uh, see some some camaraderie, I guess, uh, and connection between uh, officers of the law. They don't often criticize each other. He had very sharp criticism for uh, the chief of the Michigan State Police, and he's going to join us a little later to talk about why he felt necessary, felt it necessary to speak out on that issue. Uh, we'll also hear a really cool feature on the downtown boxing gym on the east side of Detroit, uh, a story about how it play, how it's playing a really pivotal role in the lives of some of the kids who go there after school. Laura Weber Davis, one of our producers here on Detroit Today, has done some really remarkable work on that piece as part of our Framed By series here at WDET. And so we'll take a listen to that as well. Uh, also remember that uh, if you're going into work or otherwise stepping away from your radio, you don't have to miss the show. You can always go to iTunes or wherever you download podcasts, download and subscribe to Detroit Today, take us wherever you Go and listen to us when you are ready. All right, it's Opposite Friday, which usually means that we invite somebody in from across the political spectrum, somebody who disagrees with me. This week, we're doing something a little different, though. Sports. Sports is something that I don't normally cover a whole lot. We do talk about it every once in a while here on the show. But there are so many prominent sports headlines right now in the news that we thought uh, it'd be better to wrap up the week's news by talking about some of those headlines and trying to get some perspective on what is going on. Uh, joining us to help with that discussion this week is John Neo, sports columnist with the Detroit News. John, welcome back to Detroit Today. Thanks, thanks for having me, Stephen. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's up and up is down and down is up. I, and I feel like these players are, are standing and players are kneeling. And yeah, and these are big headlines. I mean, the, uh, unusually large headlines. Uh, for sports in the news. Um, let's start with Rick Pitino being fired as head coach of Louisville, which is, I think, just one small headline in a much bigger story that I feel has the potential to start a, a, a more robust conversation about what is going on in college athletics generally. Uh, you've got – these are not NCAA violations that we're dealing with at this point – this is the FBI coming in, uh, raiding people's houses, arresting people, saying that the things that they're doing with money and kids in college sports are now uh, breaking the law. Uh, Rick Pitino is one of the victims of that, but I imagine we're going to see a lot of others. No, you're right. And it, it, it's, um, it does speak to a larger issue in terms of amateurism and, and what it means for college athletics. I mean, in this, you know, we have your playbook was what the FBI came up, came out and said, but everybody's sort of known about this playbook. It's, it's taken the FBI to finally sort of crack the code a little bit and yeah. sort of bring it to light in, in detail with taped conversations, undercover, you know, et, et cetera. But it does speak, you know, who's exploiting who? That's always been the sort of the debate. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the NCA, some would say, is exploiting these athletes 
and now we're now we're maybe going to have like you said an honest discussion about that because it is going to get it bigger it's going to spread um you know all these the, the headlines that started this week yeah are, you know people are going to be flipping yeah. <laughs> when the feds are involved and, right. and so the so the so the tentacles spread further and so but that i think you're right i think it will sort of sort of expand this debate as to who's 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 good and who's bad and who's who's on which side of right i mean the details here are are pretty pretty uh, hair-raising you've got adidas a shoe company paying athletes families send their kids to schools that adidas had shoe contracts with and then you've got assistant coaches and and other people involved uh in that uh, the first question that came to my mind was, you know, University of Michigan was an Adidas school for several years. Is is there a potential for a problem there? Uh, but but again, is Adidas even the only company that's that's doing this? I mean, it's hard to believe that the other shoe companies maybe are not uh, are not involved in the same kind of kind of things. And again, it gets back to this question of uh, why the kids feel the need to do this, and that's because they're not paid. I mean, they aren't compensated for the things that they do for the university. It's not that they're entirely uncompensated. They they get scholarships. There's all kinds of support for them on campus, but they aren't paid. They are not paid the way professional athletes are. I'm not sure that's the standard, but uh, but this this idea that that they're amateurs, I think, um, is the the, the point of tension here. Yeah, and and you – so the, the the sort of the the one player who's sort of at the center of this initial um, break in the investigation is a is a player is a kid who's from Saginaw, uh-huh. uh, Brian Bowen, who was recruited heavily by Michigan State. They finally sort of gave up the ghost, and sure enough, out of the blue, he ends up at Louisville, and now there are you know taped conversations of people talking about hundred thousand dollar payment to sort of secure his commitment to mm-hmm. Louisville, which is an Adidas school, and Adidas executive was arrested. And and so you have you have that. At the same time, you you also have, you know, Adidas just signed a 10-year, $160 million contract with Louisville. So so who's fooling who here? I mean, yeah. you, you talk about paying players. Well, is that his market value, $100,000? It seems to be that way, and then maybe there's some debate as to could have even been more right. somewhere else. So, so that's what I think people are saying when they say, "Well, you need these players are not you're restricting capitalism. You're you're sort of pretending here when you talk about amateurism." And again, that it's not for every student. It's not even for many students. It's sure. for some though. Yeah. And so here's a, these players are not allowed to profit off their likeness or autographs or et cetera, et cetera, or anything. Or anything. And yet these schools are clearly. Yeah. capitalizing and making tons of money. And the money uh, has it, changed. You no, know, it, it has. And that, and that, I think, is why maybe we've re- reached a breaking point. Obviously, we reached a breaking point this week because of the federal, you know, some, you know, they had a guy who got caught up in a securities case and <laughs> he flipped and, and became an informant. And, and that's how they were able to get some of this on, on you know, the paper trail and, you know, electronic trail. Um, but, yeah, no, the, I think you, you see – you mentioned Michigan. Michigan now is a Nike school, but right. they're record-setting $107 million, $170 million deal or something like that. That's the kind of money you're talking about. In addition to the TV money that is, you know, the NCAA, which is just a collection of university presidents, essentially. Yes. You know, they have an $8 billion contract with, you know, to put on March Madness every year. Every year. So, um, more than a billion dollars a year for that NCAA tournament. So that tells you the amount of money that's there 
and that's when you start getting into this debate about what are these players really worth? Are they getting what they are Right. Worth? Are they being taken advantage right. of? And they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is John Neal, a sports columnist with the Detroit News. It's Friday. Normally we bring in somebody who sits across the political spectrum. We sit across. Me. We sit across. We sit like you're on the... <laughs> The, the free press is on the fourth floor, yeah, we're on the third right. floor, whatever that's floor, right. you're on the second that's floor, That's the I guess. divide. Yeah, right, that's right, how exactly. we define it. Uh, uh, but this week, of course, we're talking about sports. All of the sports headlines that made news this week, a little different uh, approach for our opposite Friday. If you want to join the conversation, talk about what you think about amateur athletes, college athletes, taking money. Should they get money? Should they be compensated a little differently than they are right now? Or would that ruin the amateur dynamic uh, of of the sport? Um, what do you think about the scandal that uh, was announced this week? FBI getting involved in NCAA payouts. Does this mean that we really do need to sit and think or rethink the the, the dimensions of amateur sport on college campuses? If you want to join the conversation, give us a call, 313-577-1019. That's it's the number on the phones. That's 313-577-1019. A little later in the show, we're also going to talk about the chief of the Michigan State Police and her comments uh, about athletes taking a knee during the, the national anthem. Uh, what do you think about that issue? You can also go to the WDET Facebook page, put your comments there, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into the working in the conversation. Uh, John, I want to I talk a little about a proposal that I have had in my head for a while about college sports. And, and I, I, I think this is a way to deal with the, the compensation issue, but also not ruin the, the whole student-athlete mm-hmm. uh, conceit, which I think is sort of a falsehood right now. I mean, what, you're not paying these kids – and at the same time, you're not giving them a college education either. Right. In, in many cases, the the one and dones in college basketball, I think, are really problematic. You got too many kids leaving early from football programs. So, so what if the NCAA took some of the money that it's getting from shoe uh, companies or television and put it into a trust that was designed to compensate athletes, uh, not while they're in college? But after college, mm-hmm. and you'd get more money depending on how many years you stayed. So if you left in your sophomore year, maybe you get half of what you would get if you stayed till your senior year and and graduated. It seems to me something like that would incentivize staying in school and getting your degree, but would also make sure that these kids are not. Um, not playing these these games or, or working as some people would say it for for no money. But any anytime I mention that to someone uh, who's involved with college sports or involved with universities, they they almost reflexively say, nah, you know that that wouldn't work. There's not enough money for it, which I don't believe. Well, that's absolutely uh, absurd. <laughs> uh, or you know these kids already are getting money or. Uh, you know, there's there's always this sort of reflexive no that mm-hmm. I get to that proposal. You can always find reasons to say no, right? In in life, and in in, in in particular in a case like this, but but I I think it becomes harder and harder as you see the money involved, as we've talked about, to sit there and say no, there's not a problem. No, this no, this is right. 
And, and that's where I think, I mean, they've got legal challenges now that they're dealing with, you know, the antitrust type challenges sure. to, to these, you know, sort of the structure of the thing. But, you, but you're right. I mean, the, you, you mentioned the one and done. Forcing kids to go to college just as an arbitrary rule, mm-hmm. which is what the NBA has, for instance, saying, mm-hmm. well, he's got to be 19 or a year removed from high school. Well, that that's just silly. And so that's just sort of inviting yeah. sort of things like, you know, these players that are, well, I'm j- I got to make a pit stop in college because that's what the, they told that's me what, to. that's what they told me to. Yeah. And so in the meantime, you've got parents saying, well, that's not right. And shoe, shoe companies and agents and everybody else saying, well, don't worry, just, you know, here's, here's a little something to tide you over. That, that's, that just invites that. But then I think to me, you're right. You could, you could set it up where you have some sort of, okay, at the end of this, you're going to get what's coming to you. Or you could just say, and it's sort of the, everybody said the Olympics would be ruined by, you know, taking away the sort of the, the fraud of amateurism. And, and it didn't. I mean, uh-huh. Michael Phelps, all these, you know, they got what was coming to them sure. instead of pretending. It, I think the same could be said for if you would allow these students, you know, and it's, again, it's not most of them. It's not the swimmer right. on the swim team. It's, it's the people who really are the ones driving the, you know, the economic drivetrain. So, yeah, you, you allow these people to make money off their like license or sign autographs somewhere at a, yeah. you know, at a local car dealership. You know, whatever the case may be, just quit again. I, I keep coming back. Quit pretending right. it's something that it's not. And that right. I think that's somewhere along the line. I think they're going to have to. But again, it's it goes to the presidents. It's yeah. the pre- university president. These are the. I mean, Michigan is a Nike school. Yeah. That's not because Jim Harbaugh did it necessarily, <laughs> or John Beeline did it. It's because. Mark Schlissel, Mark Schlissel, you know, or the AD said, or... you know, and it's gone well before his term. But I mean, that's that's the point. And 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 again, the NCA is just a bunch of universities collectively saying, "Hey, we're going to police ourselves," yeah. which is what they can't do, and they're unable to do. Yeah. Again, three one three five seven seven one zero one nine is the number on the phones. Uh, you can also go to Facebook, our WDET page, or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today. We'll work you into the conversation. Let's go to Stuart in Royal Oak. Stuart, welcome to Detroit Today. Hi, Stephen. Hi, John. Hey, really uh, big fans of yours, so thanks a lot uh, for being on the program. I've got a uh, comparison in college between the basketball and football programs versus the baseball and hockey programs that have an entry into professional sports that's not necessarily through the college ranks. We seem to have the scandal when we have college as the feeder system to the pros and just wanted to hear you know some of your comments about how that's happened and and the difference between those sports and as you mentioned it's kind of where the money follows you don't hear about big money in college baseball or college hockey uh, because they kind of have different entries to the Pro that's a that's a really interesting observation. So yeah. something I never have thought of, John. What's your yeah? There's a, there's a farm system in those teams in in those sports, you know, in baseball and hockey, and it's a professional farm system, right. if you will. College football and college basketball are that they're the farm are, system, are that right? farm system for, for those two leagues, which are also the better? which is also the 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 more you know ex, you know uh, profitable sure two sports obviously. Um, yeah, and that's the problem. And so, you know, colleges have agreed to be farm systems for these professional leagues, it, with the trade-off being we're going to get a hundred and some million dollars <laughs> from a shoe company to to have our basketball team 
be be a farm team. Right. And, and so that's so essentially that's exactly right. Stu's exactly right. And so yeah, that that would be one way to perhaps do it more of an Olympic style eligibility where you can you can go straight to straight to the pros out of high school in basketball or if you come you can you know sign a, a commit you know you can be drafted again in 2 years or 3 years whatever right. the case may be i don't know that they're going to solve the problem because again i think there's just too much money involved um, but and and these schools aren't going to agree to that because they don't want all of their talent the talent that is allowing them to charge whatever they're charging for these season tickets for basketball and football and 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 et cetera, et cetera, they're not going to really go for that either. But right. but again, this is the debate that I think is going to come to the forefront now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stuart, thanks again for the call and the really interesting observation. Phil in Gross Point, you're up next on Detroit Today. Hey, guys. Good hey, morning. Phil. Yeah. I, I really do like the idea of the, the trust fund that you spoke to, but I, I guess the concern to me is you got two power sports in basketball and football, um, if you're giving that to every college athlete and you're dealing with a Duke fencer versus a Duke basketball player, how do you compensate uh, accordingly? What I would suggest is something along the lines of what baseball is already doing and that they go grab a kid straight out of high school, give him a huge signing bonus, and allow the kid to go to college if he wants to go to college. Or if, a, if an Adidas or um, an agent or a brand of any sort wants to compensate the, the kid, pay the family like they're already doing behind the scenes, allow these people to live accordingly and what does it matter to us as as a uh, as a general public right i don't think it's going to compensate or it's going to compromise the the sport in general i mean it's already happening so what would really change but i think the baseball model is really even the hockey model those are both great models these these kids are signed up at 17 16 18 years old why not allow that to happen in the power two sports and basketball and football yeah uh, no absolutely phil, phil hits it right on that i i, I Totally agree. I mean, we saw it actually at Michigan back in the day. Remember Drew Henson? Uh-huh. You know, he was the sort of two-sport star, and he uh-huh. went and decided to go ahead and try baseball, got a big contract from the Yankees, and then was back on campus with, you know, a paid athlete back on campus, essentially. Right. Um, but, you know, the notion that, well, you know, that's just not fair. Well, that that's the way it is. I mean, you have kids with lots of money on college campuses and kids with not a lot <laughs> of money. You know, I mean, that, that, that's yeah. not – yeah. You're just – Again, you you gotta quit the pretense of yeah. it and say, cut, and and by doing that, you cut out. You just you just bring it out into the open. It's not working the way it is. Right. With you know clearly, as we can listen to these FBI wiretaps and listen to what's going on. Why not bring all that out? Yeah. out yeah. into the open. You know, I I heard uh, Desmond Howard, who was a classmate of mine and yours, yeah, at and the was University speaking about these issues twenty five years was ago, talking about frankly. it then how it was not fair. Mm-hmm. But a few years ago on on ESPN, he was talking about this, and he I I thought he made the best point I'd ever heard about this. He said, when he played, it was unfair. That you you had all of this money swirling around going to coaches and to the university that never got to the students. But he said now it, the money is ten times as much as it was then, and everything has changed. He said, you know, when he played. For Bo Schembechler, his salary was a couple hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars a year. Jim Harbaugh this year will make four or five million dollars. Uh, the university is raking in hundreds of millions of dollars that it never made before. He said everything has changed in the sport except the status of the athlete, that the athlete still is getting exactly the same thing that he or she got 25, 30 years ago. He said, how could you ever argue 
that that's fair given given the the, the, the growth in the sports and the revenue in the sports uh, to leave these kids out. And he said what it, what it leads to is kids saying, I'm going to get mine however right. I can. And that's how you end up with these scandals. And really, it, he's not entirely correct because a lot has changed in terms, but it's all cosmetic. It's it's the Nike, you know, the these kids have 50 pairs of shoes right. because Nike's just <laughs> handing it out like, you know, like uh, candy at Halloween or right. whatever. Right. And and the, the money, in order to keep their sort of, you know, pretense again, yeah. um, the money gets spent in sort of ridiculous ways, and not just on administrative salaries, but yeah. also in facilities and things that they can point to and say, "Well, see, look what we're giving." You're these kids. benefiting from this. You right? are benefit, and they are benefiting sure. from this, whether it's state of the art training or you know recovery, rehabilitation, all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. But it's not necessarily. I mean, it's not compensation. It's not compensation. And it's not necessarily what these players need or want, or you know. And that's again, you talk about salaries. I mean, these coaches. Are making millions, yes. several million, yes, and most of that, a lot of that, in some cases, is, is coming from the shoe company. It's not coming from the university. So, a base salary for Nick Saban is maybe several hundred thousand dollars, and yet he's making several million dollars. Yes. And a big chunk of that is personal services contract with, the, with you know, other, with Nike in that case. Yeah, yeah. And so that that that's again that sort of speaks to like you said, the players look at that and say, wait. Doesn't add this up. is not this is not okay. Yeah, but uh, Lynette uh, on driving on ninety four. You're next on Detroit today. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. Hi, John. Hi there. Um, I just wanted to make the comment that these young men and women at these universities um, are being recruited because of their athletic talent. So whatever scholarship they have earned, uh, they they deserve it because of their athletic talent, and these coaches at these universities would not be recruiting them if it weren't for that talent. So while the coaches and universities are making millions of dollars, the kid is still getting the same thing that they worked for, which is their scholarship. And if they want to compensate these young men and women, can't they just come up with some kind of program where they can cap it? Every student gets the same amount of money. So no matter what school you go to, you are still able to get compensated, but you're being recruited on your talent while you get the education that you deserve. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that'll work. I mean, it, it, she's right. Um, it, it, these they are workers. Yeah, you know, and that's actually I think they're, it's starting to be um, agreed upon with circuit court rulings that they are employees, that they mm-hmm. are not just students. Um, it, it'd be hard to sort of spread it equally because it, they aren't all equal and, and you know the quarterback yeah. the quarterback for the football team is generating untold millions perhaps while the again the the, the fourth string lineman is sure. not but but again that, and that's why I get back to let these kids let's sort of let the free I'm not a free market guy necessarily <laughs> but let's sort of let you know so let let the market decide what these players are worth with on their own and you know if if a company wants to sponsor a kid before he's a professional, let it be straightforward. Nike can sign his parents and him to a contract and, and let that be that. Um, I think that's probably eventually maybe the way this has to go for, yeah. any, for any sanity to return to the 
to the system, but I don't know that it's going to happen real soon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, John Neo, sports columnist with the Detroit News. We didn't even get to yeah. the, the knee-taking uh, issue, which- uh, Which has been hijacked. <laughs> which, which has, has been, been hijacked. hijacked, right? And, now and that would be my only thought on that. It's about it everything been, else, yeah. <laughs> right? But, uh, but we're going to get that to, to that in the next segment with Warren Evans a little bit. But uh, John Neo, as always, thanks for being here on Detroit Today. Thanks, Stephen. All right. Up next, we're going to talk about the controversy surrounding the Michigan State Police Chief this week with Warren Evans, Wayne County Executive and former Chief of the Detroit Police Department. Stay with us on Detroit Today.